You're listening to the Catching Clients podcast, where the smartest minds from the world of professional services and marketing come and share the strategies that they use to consistently attract and catch their ideal big fish clients so you can learn to do the same. So grab your gear and join me, Adam King, the captain at Think Like a Fish and creator of the client catching ecosystem, and let's go fishing. Before we dive into today's show, let me ask you a quick question. If I showed you how to add six to 18 clients a month without spending a penny on advertising, would you be interested? Because if you would, make sure you hook your free copy of my client catching sales roadmap. This is the roadmap for those who love what they do, they love their clients, but they don't have the time to sell. You'll discover how to systematically add six to 18 clients to your business every month without cold prospecting, buying expensive leads, or spending a penny on advertising. So go to www.thinklikeafish.co slash podcast roadmap and grab your free copy now. Okay, let's get to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. So today I want to talk about a topic I don't really hear being, uh, being talked about much, which is... You know, it's the fact that being great at what you do is not necessarily going to help you catch more clients or grow your business. Now, you know, that's sad, but it's true. Because I guess we've all been conditioned, you know, in this you know, whole be great at what you do thinking from a young age. Um, you know, like you know, go to school, work hard, get good marks, get into a good uni, get good at what you do and you'll be a success. You know, I wish I really wish that was the case because, you know, yes, you need to be good at what you do. And yes, your skills matter. And yes, you need a a desire to, you know, constantly improve how you help your clients. But unfortunately, what I think is missing from this thinking is a little thing called competition, because everyone else has been told this same story. So they all believe it and they all believe that they're the best at what they do, too. So. You know, I think what there is, there's there's an element of entitlement wrapped up in, you know, the whole sort of mindset and thinking around around starting a business. Because, you know, I know I've struggled with that at times since I started. I remember, you know, I, I was really excited. I knew I had a ton of value to offer. And quite honestly, I probably just expected people to, you know, turn up beating a path to my door. Um, I guess that's, you know, that's... That's not a bad thing. It's it's you know it gets us started because let's be honest, if we really knew the reality, maybe we wouldn't have even started on this journey. So you know, I guess it does have some sort of purpose. But um, you know, there comes a time when you know, if you're pretty great at what you do, but you're still not getting I don't know as many clients as you'd like, then it's fair to say you're suffering from you know, a, a common ailment that uh, many businesses face. And that is, I guess, you know, struggling, you know, suffering in obscurity. Because despite being pretty awesome at what you do, you probably sometimes feel like your best, you know, the best kept secret in your market. <laughs> that just sucks. So, you know, to fix that, you know, the reality is you need to know how to market and sell. The problem is that that's uncomfortable for a lot of people, especially those of us who, you know, we we have a a profession, a skill, that sort of thing. And look, I know that you didn't start your business because you had this huge dream about learning the ins and outs of marketing and sales. And 
I'm going to guess you probably started your business because you actually wanted to help people, you know, because you've got a skill that you're really good at and one that you know, it, it will let you, you know, help you make an impact on, uh, you know, your clients, uh, your own life, your family and the people around you. But unfortunately, you just can't, you cannot do one without the other. You can't just be good at what you do and expect clients to turn up. You have to be able to, you know, attract great clients with, with your marketing. And that marketing needs to make selling, you know, I guess less salesy. Because I think therein lies a big part of the problem. Many of us have a, a distrust and a distaste for marketing and sales. I've, I've heard people go as far, you know, as, as to call it evil. But I, you know, personally, I actually, I, I couldn't disagree more. In fact, I actually think it's the opposite. Maybe, maybe I'm biased, but I believe marketing is, you know, it's the number one most important skill you need to master in order to grow your business. And I say that because, you know, it's it's the fuel that powers your, you know, it powers your car. It's it's the oxygen that keeps you alive because. Without marketing, you have no leads, and with no leads, you have no one to sell to, and with no one to sell to, you 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 know you don't make any money. So you know, I kind of you know, I think you might get the point, but you know, it's it's also deeper than that. I consider it irresponsible if you don't put the same effort into marketing and selling your business with the same passion you had when you created it in your first place. Um, I know there's a line each, each of us aren't going to cross and you know that's that's personal taste and can be quite subjective but you know, I, I don't believe there's anything to be ashamed of when you're when you're bringing something that you've worked your entire life for uh, you know to the world to help as many people as possible and <laughs> all right look I, I'm going to get off my soapbox now um, but you know all that being said, when it comes to deciding the best way to go about you know, actually marketing your business and selling your service, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make you know, time and time again is they get caught up in tactics. You know, do I use Facebook? Do I use SEO? Do I go to 10 networking events a month? That's, you know, I, I think that's the wrong way to think about things. I actually think it's, it's back to front thinking because, you know, while there are many tactics out there, there's so many things that you can do and try to generate leads in the hope that they turn into clients. You know, I, I'm going to tell you a little secret that they all work, like every single one of them. So, you know, if, if that's the case and all of them work, why is it so damn hard to consistently get leads and turn them into clients? Well, you know, that's, that's because these tactics don't work. They don't all work for everybody and they don't work unless you've actually mastered them. And I guess that's where, you know, that's where the problem really lies in that, you know, most people simply dabble. They skip from thing to thing and, you know, never see that, you know, never see the fruits of, um, you know, of their efforts or, or the money that they spend. And then, you know, understandably they sort of turn around and go well that didn't work and then they move on to the next fad of the week that ends up you know it just ends up in the same cycle of disappointment look i i i love that there's a quote by um sun Tzu, you know the whole art of war and the quote goes uh, i'm probably going to butcher it but uh, it goes strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory and tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat and I guess the reason I love this is because it gets to the heart of why so many people struggle with marketing. That you know they they struggle because they don't have a plan and they or they don't have a strategy. 
and bluntly, most businesses, they don't think strategically. And, you know, that's that's not a criticism. It's more of an observation because, you know, so many of us, we're focused on doing what we do that we don't plan ahead. And this, this naturally leads to a purely tactical approach, which is pretty much about as good as throwing a load of jelly at a wall and hoping, you know, some of it sticks. Now, look, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all for using tactics. Um, you know, but only those that support a strategy that's been committed to. Because once you nail the strategy park, you know, the strategy part, park, weird. Um, <laughs> once you nail that part, um, you know, you can confidently go to work on the tactics because, you know, that strategy informs the best tactics to use. And that's why you can't have one before the other. And it's why strategy before tactics is vital. Um, you know, because it puts the proper foundations in place, like um, a crystal clear understanding of your ideal client, the problem, you know, an understanding of the problem that they want solved. And, you know, it helps you understand how you can you communicate your unique sol- uh, solution. Um, and then it doesn't really matter what tactics you use if you don't have this, because without the foundations in place, none of these tactics are likely to work as well as they should. And even, you know, I'd love to say just, you know, putting these foundations in place is going to suddenly make everything all, uh, you know, all, all right. But, you know, even when you do, once you have these foundations in the place, you then got to think, well, how do you make sure you have a, a predictable and consistent way of getting in front of these potential clients? You know, and done so in a way that doesn't have you running around like Tasmanian devil trying to do everything yourself. And all you've, you know, and then all you really have is is very little to show for it, other than a bit of a mess. And that's where having a system for your marketing and sales becomes a literal lifesaver. Have you ever noticed how every large, successful, mature business is run by systems, not the owner? <laughs> you know, have you ever seen Richard Branson answering a customer service call? I know, I know the word system, it can scare many people, but seriously, you don't need to be technical to take advantage of them. You know, really, all they are, it's, it's writing down how you do stuff and then setting up a process that gets it done. That's pretty much it. But the vast majority of us, we're not, we're not wired to create these systems. The, the strategic blueprints, the roadmap that gets us, you know, it gets us from, you know, where we want to be, you know, where we want to go without, you know, going off at the deep end or ending up on a wrong turn with no clear, you know, uh, with no clear idea of what we're trying to achieve. You know, which is why, you know, when it comes to thinking about how you're going to go about your marketing, you need a roadmap. You need a clear journey that you take your potential clients on, one that is the same every time so it's consistent and predictable. And, you know, it, it does amaze me how very few businesses have this. And again, that's not a criticism, it's it's an observation as you know most simply don't know what you don't know and the majority we're not aware of the the thought process that's needed to come up with you know with a roadmap of their own so let me let me try and take away that headache um, and outline you know a simple framework that you can use to create your own roadmap that will make things a lot easier for to you know to then go on to build your marketing system because really what this is, it's just a series of steps. You know, let's, let's say that you get in front of someone who could benefit from your service. What happens next? Then what happens? What happens after that? 
you could have four, five, six steps that takes someone from going, oh, I'm interested in what you do, to you know, knowing if you can actually help them or not, and then to becoming a client. So you know, to create your roadmap, first think about when someone's looking for a, you know, for a solution to the problem that you solve. What questions are they asking? Are they asking? Um, where are they looking for answers? Who has those people in their sphere of influence already? Then think about how you could, uh, you know, create something um, that offers to solve part of that problem quickly. Turn that into a, a piece of information that you can offer them for free in exchange for their contact details. And then next, once you've got that bit done, think about how you can then follow up with them. How can you continually educate them on the problem that you solve? What are the steps they need to take to solve it? How can you show them that you're the right solution? And then once you've done that, think about how you get them to book an appointment. What's the process you take them through? Do you pre-qualify them or do you simply take every appointment? And then finally, think about how you make a sale when you're actually in front of someone. Do you have a structure to your appointments or do you let the client take the lead? Um, you know, what are the common objections that people come to you with? And, and, and do you have a way of dealing with these up front? That kind of thing. And when you lay these steps out, you know, once you've done that, you know, you'll, you'll have a complete roadmap for how you, you know, attract and catch clients. That's, that's your client catching system. It's the, you know, and then your, you know, the actual nuts and bolts of it, that's the collection of the tools and the assets that you put together to do all the heavy lifting for you. You see, having this system, it's, it's your foundation that gives you the opportunity to try different marketing tactics with a hell of a lot more, you know, confidence that they're actually going to work. So, you know, I'll, I'll say what I said earlier. The mistake that people make is they think it's about the tactics. Things like Facebook getting ranked on, you know, number one on Google or running adverts in different places. Yes, obviously these can get you some attention, but they're not the magic bullet that's going to make your marketing suddenly work. They're just one part. But, you know, this, in my experience, what this tends to be is the part where you know, the most effort, time and money is spent. And, and sadly, it's where a lot of it's wasted as well. You know, instead, what I th what I find what actually does make your marketing work is what happens underneath the surface. Under the surface, it's your foundation, it's your roadmap, it's your system, and that's why I always say that that's what needs to be built first. Because without this in place, none of the tactics you try are ever. You know, they're never going to work as you know anywhere near as effectively as they could, um, and. No, what you end up doing is is trying all these different tactics, trying to figure out how to make them work. And it just ultimately leads to creating so much more work for yourself than you need to. And I, I think that's probably why most people don't market their business anywhere to the extent that they actually need to. You know, they're not consistent because they, you know, let's be honest, they know that you know, having to figure all this out is actually creating more work for themselves and they just haven't got the time to do it. And that's why, you know, putting a system in place, it means that your your marketing and your sales becomes far less daunting and far, le you know, far easier because it's something you set up once. You know, you do a bit of work, you know, put a lot of effort into it at the beginning and then you've got an asset in your business that will that will mean, a, you know, a huge amount of work and effort um, and a large chunk of your sales and marketing. It will happen without you. So that's where you want to get to. You know, 
where you can be doing, you know, more things, more of the things you enjoy doing. You, you know, you can you can take a, a day off when you feel like it, knowing, you know, leads and clients, they're still going to be coming in because you have a system in place doing a lot of that for you. So let me, you know, let me let me let me ask you, um, you know, how how are you at the moment attracting and catching clients in your business? Do you have a way to get people to raise their hand? Do you have a way to be able to capture their details? Do you have a way to educate, nurture and train those people? You know, how great you are. Um, do you have a way of qualifying them when they ask for an appointment? Do you have a way that you sell to them? And look, it, it doesn't matter where you are today. It doesn't matter if you don't have any of this in place. But what matters is that you commit to, you know, to building the pieces of your own, what I call the, the, the client catching ecosystem. That will start to make your, you know, your marketing, your sales, and you know your life easier. And look, I mean, you can see, you know, you can see how to um, how to actually put one of these sort of systems together um, by getting a copy of my client catching sales roadmap that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Because what this does is it actually shows you how to create a system, you know, in 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 the way that I've described. Um, you know, in this in this episode, into your business, it also shows you how it all fits together, and it gives you some ideas and examples of some of the tools you need to build it. So, if you want to go and get your own copy, go to www.thinklikeafish.co/podcastroadmap and go and get to work. Um, so, look, I I hope that's been helpful. I hope that's been useful. I really do um, hope you go and grab yourself a copy of that roadmap because you know it has the it has the potential there to 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 change everything that you do about your business and make everything a hell of a lot easier. So, you know, thanks very much for listening, and until next time, happy fishing. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please help spread the word by telling a friend or simply subscribing and leaving an honest rating and review. It not only helps the show, but it also helps other business owners find the podcast so they too can start to catch more clients. So thanks for listening and see you next time.